the Gaming Guru Podcast. He's in the best gaming podcast in the world. Boo baby. It's the Gaming Guru Podcast, and this week we are talking about binge gaming. What Fuck it, yeah, dude. Yeah, whatever that means to you. Thanks to, thanks to everyone who uh, posted questions or at least um, answered our question about binge gaming. Uh, we are definitely going to go through a lot of them. Uh, obviously, can't go through all of them, but uh, welcome again, Tim, to the podcast. Happy uh, to be here. What, uh, what's up with you? What you been playing? What's up with uh, yeah, and I've been playing um, Metro Exodus, yeah. kind of enjoying it. A little bit jank, but like I like the different take. For me, it feels sort of like um, it's in line with like a triple A experience, mm. but sort of still like a fringe sort of indie yeah. indie title in a way. I I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, uh, the story particularly, I, I really mm. enjoyed the world yeah. that was made of it. But um, it was always one of those things where a triple A feel or like. Um, presentation it's really and, polished and then let down by some like random bits so like uh, the aiming's a bit janky or the controls mm. are a bit like all over the place and so it's it's one of those like <coughs> on an execution point of view it just lets itself down but otherwise yeah really good game and if you like the exodus yeah I, kind I, of saga so far i do like the exodus saga i like um you know i, I was doing another witcher 3 playthrough and you know i forgive a lot of janky controls because of that game <laughs> okay you know like you can forgive some uh, mechanical mishaps yeah if the game shines with you know uh, in, in other ways but it's nice it's refreshing to like step away from like a third person game into like a first person yeah. shooter for a bit i need that change of scenery otherwise i just that, that was my up. one complaint like not a complaint but like sticking point with witcher mm. was that i came to witcher 3 pretty much a week after i'd finished bloodborne where the controls are phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, your character true. is so responsive in Bloodborne that you go to Witcher and you're like, oh, I just feel like my character suddenly like a tank, like like wading through mud compared to the glass cannon yeah. like acrobatics that you are in, in Bloodborne. I mean, for all this strength, Geralt of Rivia, the butcher of Blaviken, <laughs> killer of slayer of monsters and... He seems to get bested by like tiny ledges and like little like small rocks just fuck his shit or up. Or <laughs> trying to aim directly at the fireplace to ignite it. Because it's or like, like or tiny hills, dude. If he steps off like a small ledge, he's yeah. fucking dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> like the falling damage in that game is just so ridiculous. I, I never also, understood it. I did enjoy Roach. The, the horse that will run on two legs down down hills. Those are some some good memories. Um yeah, I've just been part of TI hype. That it's uh, TI kicks off tomorrow, or you know, wherever the main event. Uh, no group stages group kick stage. off tomorrow. Cool. So, done my predictions, done my fantasy league. I I always every year. Um, I mean, even the the Dota Two Facebook group was like, uh, "Where's Where's Gareth? Where's he going to post his predictions?" <laughs> like, I don't have time for this shit. I need someone else to tell me. Uh, and then when I post, it's like, "Oh my word, he's alive!" It's like. Yeah, pretty much. I I just come out of my cave every year to post <laughs> once during my predictions and then leave again. But uh, I seem to be thankful because I, I think I give them about 10 levels in, in, in battle points just from the predictions. Uh, I just enjoy the Fantasy League element. So it gives you something extra to watch for. So that all kicks off tomorrow. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I've just been jamming some Underlords. Uh, there are quite a few tournaments popping up here in South Africa. So 
I ended up coming sixth in that uh, ELSA one, and mm. now it's the medal state ones kicked off, so uh, going strong there. Um, yeah, do you want to tell us through some of the news that's happening in the in the world of gaming? We've got some fun stories today. Yeah, so uh, first up, we got a um, sort of MCU type story. I don't know if you if if uh, you remember, there was a scene in um, Avengers Endgame. Um, I don't really think this is spoilers. After no. the, f- the five-year time jump, there was a scene with um, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, um, but I say, you can't use Scarlett because he's a character. With Nat, yeah. with, uh, uh, with Nat Black, Black Widow in sort of their little like headquarters slash lounge area. Yeah. Um, and she's kind of catching up with a bunch of... Um, like operatives. Uh, operatives, yeah, yeah, around the galaxy and the world and just checking in and seeing what's up. And okay, you you know, came in and told her um, via her hologram cast that there was an explosion in the, you know, South Atlantic Pacific yeah. Ocean. Thing. Like a real nothing line. Yeah, like a real, like just, there's, there's just some cuck in the ocean, yeah. you know. Um, and they're like, cool, do you think we should check it out? They're like, no, nah, we're handling it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people speculated that that might be introducing uh, Namor and um, the Atlantean sort of storyline okay. to, uh, to the MCU. And sure enough, it looks like they've started casting for, for Namor. Um, Namor is a very interesting character because he's also the king, I guess, of yeah. uh, of another kingdom, which is the under that underwater kingdom. Um, and not many. Is people, it Atlantis? It's not necessarily. I don't Does think it it's say, Atlantis, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I'm wrong. I think, I think that's the that like Atlantis is definitely the DC thing. So I got this wrong. Like I'm not. I, I haven't read like the Namor novels. Mm. The only time that I've come across Namor has been um, in the MCU like uh illuminati okay the avengers illuminati yeah so like there's a there's a cool group of like um of, of core people that have created like the superhero illuminati yeah which kind of like after let's say a big cataclysmic event like the snap or whatever yeah. they basically said look we're the biggest minds in like the world we need to be making the hard decisions like okay. if some shit like this goes down yeah there's a small core group of us okay. that make these decisions and it's um it's quilling uprisings and exactly installing it's, it's name or it's yeah, exactly it's or, or taking out governments yeah. you know it's name or it's uh, black panther um tony stark is on there i think reed richards is on there as okay. well from fantastic four and dr strange as well it's just the five of them superhero illuminati yeah. and they keep the dark secrets they make the big okay, the yeah. big plays and the big like decisions that might like change the course of history kind of like um, like a league of exactly like, justice you know. yes yeah yeah but exactly the same yeah pretty much okay. so uh, it would be cool to see them if they were well, well i guess you know tony's not really there anymore but um they, no spoilers they, well, fuck it. If you haven't seen Avengers M game by now, like look the Blu-rays out. Yeah, like, grab it. Also, yeah, certainly if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably the kind that watched In Game within the first week. Yeah, hundred percent. So cool. So we got that. Um, that looks like uh, we'll, we'll we'll get a sort of you know underwater storyline going yeah. for Black Panther two, proving that cats can swim. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, if that's his weakness, that'd be really really tough. In other news, um, so Twitch promotes porn on Ninja's old channel. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a slap in the tits. Yeah, it's like, cool, he's gone, quickly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> get on there. So, I mean, like, um, if, if you've been living under a rock, um, uh, Tyler, Ninja, Tyler yeah. Ninja Blevins, uh, one of the biggest uh, streamers um, ever, ever uh, he, he recently left Twitch when he got an exclusive deal with, uh, one Mixer. Of, with Mixer, one yeah. of Twitch's um, 
Um, competitors, yeah. Yeah, competitors. But it's like Microsoft's platform, really. Pretty, like, pretty much, like Xbox, yeah. yeah. Um, look, I mean, like a lot, a lot can be said about about Twitch losing, uh, losing Tyler. But anyway, if you had to go to his old channel now on Twitch, you just basically find a feed of an archive like, of like an, an archive yeah. of most watched yeah. stuff on Twitch on Twitch at the moment, and the top one just happened to be a, a, a stream that was streaming pornography at the time. So Tyler uh, got you know pretty vocal about this and he's like you know he's disgusted etc. Yeah. I mean that's the story. There's not much more to it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was some porn on the internet. Yeah. Like I'm sure you know uh, the bigger things have happened. Um, but yeah, it was just the case that um, I suppose his target demographic is much younger than, than yeah. I suppose the median age of internet users. Yeah. And then uh, the other thing is obviously he tries to keep a bit of a. I won't say squeaky clean, but a bit of a kind of clean persona. Yeah, so I mean, look, like, like when you when you're operating at that level, like you'll have people and pressure groups coming for yeah, you if you have time, to. Yeah. yeah, because you, you know, you you influence a lot of kids. As like, if Fortnite doesn't get attacked by these sort of groups anyway. Like the League of Extraordinary Moms going <laughs> to come after you and just like, you know, give you um, a hard one. Carpool to your house and <laughs> take you out at soccer practice. <laughs> Cool. So, um, yeah, in other news, uh, Apex Legend tournament pulled from ESPN following the mass shootings. Um, so they said they pulled the they pulled the tournament out of respect for uh, the victims of all those impacted by recent shootings. If only they could have pulled Anthem for the same reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, just just and burn it. Yeah, and like not release it because out of respect too. Yeah. Um, look, it's it's. This is now, I guess, the th- uh, third or fourth story in the last week um, regarding gaming as a, you know, regarding people pulling gaming material out of the public domain in out of respect yeah. of, you know, for me, like, I just, you know, we spoke about this at length last week. Like, I don't see the connection. To me, it's as random as like, look, we've pulled all eggs from the shelves in um, pick and pay. Because and someone got poisoned by a chicken. Like, yeah, like a chicken burger, or because someone got poisoned by socks. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like I don't, I do not see the connection. Yeah, um, and like maybe that's maybe that's just me. Maybe uh, apparently um, Walmart also pulled all their um, yeah gaming uh, advertising for violent games. Yeah, yeah, and meanwhile still selling still sell guns still sell yeah. guns. Yeah, so like we yeah. yeah because playing a violent video game will help you shoot someone not in the same way that buying a gun. I know that ESPN also has like sports hunting on that still that is not that hasn't been pulled. (laughs) But fucking Apex Legends, dude. (laughs) Besides that like MMA, actual physical Actual people beating each other to a pulp. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like yeah. Logic. Yeah, logic. Cool. And I guess the last story I have over here is Tetris turns thirty five. Uh, created by Russian dev Alexei Pichtonov. That name should be more famous given mm. what given an what achievement Tetris is. Uh, I mean, pa- I, I, every time I hear the name, I go, I must remember that. Like, because almost like... In Alexei Pichtonov. Yeah, and almost said, kudos to the, the, the achievement that Tetris was. When but, asked like, I always about, forget it. When asked about his game, he said, it's good addiction. <laughs> it's good addiction. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that means I'm officially Tetris years old. Yeah, time. so Tetris is the the edge now where its fellow games are kind of ditching the bries because they've got to go pick up kids. Yeah, from, exactly. 
Yeah, I was like, hey, bro, you know, I wish I could stay, but uh, flip, you know, the wife's going to just give a good old shot, you know, good old tongue lashing. Is that, is that your Gareth impression? <laughs> <laughs> it's my Tetris impression. Your 35-year-old, uh, 35-year-old impression. Yeah, I, I always say it, this is a weird age because I feel like half my friends are getting divorced and the other half are getting married. And then there's two or three of them that get drunk every weekend and lose their phones. So it's like, it's a good time to be alive. Yeah. I, also, I, you can afford your own video games. Exactly. You can afford your own video games. Yeah. And being an adult, it means that you have, you you know, you're the master of your of your own destiny, of your own time. And if you want to sit and fucking play games for like 28, 30 yeah. hours, you can. You would think so. Because it like, it keeps reminding me of that meme where you might have seen it. It's like a slice of chocolate cake and it goes, did you know that no one is policing the fact that you can have chocolate cake for breakfast and you go yeah as an adult i'm gonna have fucking chocolate cake for breakfast but you don't why because wait you don't yeah i don't have chocolate cake for breakfast not on the regular like but it's one of those things of like what's stopping you you're just like the system yeah <laughs> like what is the honestly system. stopping you? no one's policing you no one's phoning up no one's like checking in on you to like make sure that you didn't but like i still don't have chocolate cake for breakfast or whatever your dessert of choice is for breakfast because you know it's not good for you like even even those moments when you end up having i don't know like cereal for supper and you oh, still feel like the best but dude. you still feel like yo i'm not adulting well at the moment <laughs> exactly but on that topic on that topic uh we're going to be speaking a bit about binge gaming today. yeah yeah and i think you say great well about like you know, now that you're an adult, you can do whatever you want. But it's interesting because we, we threw the question to you uh, on on Twitter and Facebook and uh, some really great answers. We asked, um, so what's like your longest binge? Um, what's the kind of games you used to binge? How do you know when you've had enough? And the one thing that stood out for me, besides the like ridiculous, almost ungodly hours you guys have put in. So um, if they are true, well done. Otherwise, liar. But the um, the main thing for me was it sounded very nostalgic and historical. Yeah. Like this, I mean, obviously it's written in the past tense because unless someone is in the process of a 27-hour binge and only took time away to answer this tweet, they are probably um, all happened in the past. Whether it's Thinking last fondly w- about yeah, their... Whether it's talking about, about last binges. week or talking about like five years ago, but it sounded like everyone's talking about... When I was young, we used to play for... Oh, back in my day. (laughs) Back in in 2000. We used to connect our network cards. Exactly. Serial cable. (laughs) Someone had to have a LAN switch. You know, like you went to the one person... Someone had to create the server on DOS. (laughs) God, you had to be a flippin' hacker. No, back you in didn't, the day didn't. to like do like eight man land sort of thing like you went to the yeah. one oaks house like hack your router yeah might not even actually cracked an invite because you know whatever um not put in the ports the, but he the was the netto guy because yeah, like because he knew his yeah. shit man oh, he spent his days on reddit we'll invite jono not because i dig him but because yes that like, knows how to connect her yeah knows how to network a couple yeah. pcs <laughs> exactly and um it was also in the days a lot of time when um at least i remember my first land experiences were long before um fast internet yeah and so a lot of the time you spent most of the early parts of the land sharing movies sharing mp3s downloading updates from each other because yeah. like oh, i've got the update for half-life okay i've got the update for warcraft and you kind of just share updates because to download them separately took forever 
Where it's now it's just like, hey guys, before you arrive, just update all your shit. Yeah. So we're going to spend the first four hours updating. Yeah, things. dude. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, the first like good four hours of the land is like, oh, you haven't, you haven't updated. You, you don't have a tablet. You haven't installed. You haven't yeah. installed. Uh-huh. You, you no, need it's cool. a key and a uh, code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. I've, I've already backed it up on a, on this hard drive. Just playing. Okay, you don't have a... Okay, this hard drive isn't compatible with your... Okay, no, no it's cool. I'll just, I'll just uh, pass it over the network quickly. Okay, then like oh, your Windows hours, isn't compatible. Please install yeah. Windows. <laughs> oh, jeez, no. But anyway, once that all gets settled, yeah. eventually... So you arrive Friday morning. It's now Friday afternoon. Okay. And you're, you know, a couple bags of Cheetos in. <laughs> um, you finally get to to playing your games, either like Warcraft 3, got your Quake 3. Yeah. There was always a good go-to for us, like Quake 3, when like, when like everything else was busy installing. Yeah, you can play Dota 2 was updating. You can just play a good old Quake 3. Yeah, that, there were the games that were pretty low resource. Yeah. Um, and so I remember often you've been installing other stuff and you could play Half-Life 2 and Warcraft 3. Those are kind of the games your computer could still like chunder through all the updates on the other stuff without like serious lag spikes. It was also for me, and this is going to show my age, the first time when, or the last of the games that didn't need graphics cards. And then there were the first of your rich friends who had graphics cards. I remember like yeah. the Voodoo 2 <laughs> series had just come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... You're jamming old Quake 2 on like uh, PC graphics. Yeah. And like uh, one or two of your mates have got the, you know, have got actual graphics cards and it's showing like the different uh, performance levels of that. Whereas nowadays it's like, let's be honest, like everyone has a graphics card. Like yeah. name a game you can play without a graphics card, at least like onboard uh, 3D graphics. Um, so, so I'm going to go through some of the, some of the games you guys said. Um, it seems a lot of people used to play, um, it was a mix between, just full-on multiplayer vibes. Yeah. So, like, uh, Dota 2 came up a hell of a lot. Um, guys saying a lot about um, games like like Halo, uh, COD, those sort of games. And then the the others seem to be a lot of the kind of open-worldy uh, single-player games. So I think these are less of your land and more of a... You, you got the game, you unbooked your lectures on a Friday... And you just played from Friday to Sunday. And it's stuff like No Man's Sky or Skyrim or those sort of yeah. games. Uh, uh, fun memory for me was like uh, finding a group of four mates and just playing Diablo. Like Diablo 2 from, you all start like from the beginning, hardcore characters. And you just jam through the whole, like the entire game from entire start to campaign. finish. Yeah. Yourself? You're a big man, dude. <laughs> big man wait is that like normal difficulty or normal nightmare and hard and, well, and, and hell I don't you had to start from scratch but you I start mean, from scratch but normal. you could churn through that in like I want to say about three hours like yeah. the, the main game if you've got all four of you playing the, the hardest part honestly of the game is inventory management yeah, because you're is. just like hey I need to go back to town uh, no we're, we're churning through no, it, it, feel, it feels like when you go on a road trip and you like just stop at the gas station you're half an hour out I need a pee. Yeah. <laughs> what? We were in town like five minutes ago. Why didn't you do something? Like, why didn't you go when we stopped already <laughs> exactly. earlier? 100%. <laughs> you know, I think the biggest uh, way to save time and move quickly in those um, in those ARPGs is uh, knowing what to pick up and what not to pick yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every or, time you stop to pick up something or going back to town, that's a waste the most amount of time. We, we also started having like some guys would be the, the gem dude. So he yes. would be like, gem dude, someone else be the potion dude. Because like, if you have to carry all your own potions, you ended up like, you know, screwing yeah. up inventory space for other stuff. So like, gem dude had his Herodric cube, but he would just like, nice, stall all dude, the gems nice, in there. If we find enough, nice. we transmute them quickly. And 
What a legend. Yeah, he was old. Um, That's the, the mule, goes, the pack mule. Uh, stopped at Border Patrol, Border Control for like smuggling gems. I actually just what like the other day, I, I don't know if you ever watch um, um, Games Done Quick. Mm. The, uh, the uh, excuse me. It's just, like a charity stream. Yeah, yeah, the charity stream is amazing. Um, what does the S stand for again? S game S games done done quick. It's like uh, um, I'm not sure. I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, they do like... But yeah, it's, speed, it's a speedrunning well, yeah, sort of Yeah, they do like event. Bloodborne in 40 minutes. And that's yeah, um, and I was, while well, I was cooking the other night, um, I was watching, I was watching, on, I was on Twitch actually, and I was watching them do their Diablo 2 run, uh, Lord of Destruction. So it was all the way from from start to uh, to his bail kill, I think. Before you could finish your two-minute noodles. Yeah, no, no, I, I made like a whole pot of jambalaya, my man. Like, <laughs> okay. I, I, I went, I went no, in. No, it'd be seriously good a... if you're like, <laughs> I'm going to make these two-minute noodles. Oh, they're done. <laughs> I went in, dude. I went yeah. in for it. But I, I really dig watching those yeah. uh, speed runs as well and like listening to the runner like talk about his insights and, you know, what the decisions he makes. Because it's a slight decisions that make the difference between like um, uh, a world an record act taking you, 10, yeah, yeah, an act t- taking you like five minutes or yeah. 10 minutes. I think particularly you know, with RPGs where there are multiple different decision like trees, yeah. as it were. You know, it's not like some of these platformers where you go, there is a most efficient way to do this. Exactly. And every single level is so like, you know, cut and dry in terms of way to yeah, do it. With RPGs, a decision you make now in terms of like, I'm going to go with whatever. I'm going to be a dexterity character. And you go, mm-hmm. oh, that's going to get you through the first act really quickly. But the second act is usually like magic or whatever, armored. Mm-hmm. So then, then you need a magic character. And then you're going to slow yourself down later. So... Lots of kind of micro decisions with massive impact. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be like, you, you'll run through certain zones and be like, cool, I'm going to stop here and get like a couple of levels because if I don't go to, if I don't hit level six before I get to this mm. area, I'm just going to freak. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, they're too know, strong or I don't have a skill that I need. Yeah. yeah. You know, or there was one part of the game where you get, uh, I think it's an act two where you can get a potion for, as a reward for a quest that gives yeah. you 15% ores. Which is pretty strong. Yeah. But it's like the time it takes me to go back and turn in this quest to get that potion isn't worth it. Oh, heck. Because um, that 15 ores isn't going to help me that much. I'm going to die. It's not going to save me. If I get, it's not going to save me from like a death. Yeah. You know, if I, you know what I mean? So anyway, it's just interesting things like that. But I digress. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were going to make a point about binge gaming. So I suppose that guys must play the game a lot to be able to. Yeah, no, definitely. I just find that shit fascinating. So. Um, the other thing that came up quite a bit is, like, for example, Mar- Marina Steenberg speaks about how um, when Cataclysm launched, so when the, it was a World of Warcraft um, expansion, uh, it was one of those, like, people jump on the server as soon as, you know, they pre-install it. As soon as the server goes live, they're just like, their F5 <laughs> keys are completely, like, lost yeah. all text on it because they're just spamming that shit, refreshing, refreshing. Cool, they're live, they go in. Because it's one of those get, you know, those mm. first on server achievements. So uh, either finishing or getting to max <coughs> level or beating a particular boss. Um, all that sort of stuff is it's, it's quite prestigious, to be honest. Yeah. You know, yeah. getting to endgame. You, you chatted um, before we recorded on like Path of Exile when a new season starts. Yeah, when a new, when a new league starts for Path, um, those first, that first week actually, first week to two weeks. Mm. In fact, the first three days are probably the most important for a lot of people because that's where... Uh, many people do their biggest pushes. They get um, they get to their they get their placement on the ladder, and they get first to enter the economy with uh, with cool finds, yeah. with good gear, and start generating currency. Um, and in order to do that, you really got to get out of um, out of the ten act system. You got to get through the campaign. Yeah. Um, and 
what I would do is often uh, me and a couple of friends of mine who we, who we clan together the past couple of years, what we do is literally take some leave yeah. for a few days for when the the league, league launches starts, yeah. so that we can get like a good league start. Yeah. And um, and just that's kind of where I play like Path of Exile the most in those first couple of days. Yeah. In recent times, like this year and last year, I've tried to temper that and be like, Tim, you know, it really doesn't matter that if you much, yeah, if yeah. you push really hard for three days because like you can spend you, as many hours over a week. Exactly. Yeah. Your your playtime is gonna drop after that anyway. Yeah. Like it doesn't make much of a difference. You know what I mean? So is it, is I, I've it not tried the to... nostalgia though of like the LAN experience. I mean I'm not you guys probably don't even LAN. You you're you're chatting. No, no, we're, we're playing online together. Exactly. Yeah. But it's a, the experience of going everybody coming together and mm. you know eating their yeah. respective filth you know in their own in the comfort of their own home but like you're together um that, that that's the one thing that uh came up as well is like you know i was talking about like it's historical like it seems like guys did it when they were much younger i mean if i use myself for example where you know a bunch of mates were going to meet up for ti um the international is happening next the grand finals the next weekend and it started with one of those yeah, okay, cool. You arrive Friday morning, leave Sunday night. We're going to just like watch the games, jam some dotes in between. It's going to be kiff. And then, you know, talking like a 35-year-old. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, but it's in China. So like the games are super early in the morning. So like Friday's a write-off because it'll be done by four o'clock. So then it's like, you guys are working. So, okay, cool. Let's start Saturday morning. Yeah, but like I said, the game starts at three in the morning. So you guys are going to be there at like three. Okay, no, I like to sleep in a little bit on Saturday. So let's go like 10 in the morning. <laughs> And then, and you know, not everyone will arrive on time. So it'll no. be like, they'll arrive for lunchtime. So all of a sudden, and then because it's done, because it's in China, the time zones, it'll be done by Sunday midday. So all of a sudden, this like Friday morning to Sunday night land has become Saturday midday to Sunday morning. Like, and even then, you know, some folks will be like, yo, I can't like sleep over. So like, I'll be yeah, there late till like 11. It's <laughs> difficult, you know, like <laughs> the, yeah, I think it's changed a lot now as well. Like I do remember we used to do um, like TI, TI uh, parties as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my mate Sebastian always like he has a projector and always had the projector up and you invite a couple of people over. And sure enough, there'd be a group of at least like 10 people who are yeah. like there at his house for the weekend, you know, in and out. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I'd pop in for a bit, I'd, I'd leave, I'd come back the next day. Oaks are still there in the same spot. Like yeah. some had passed out, some are still awake. Yeah. You know, like, you know, particularly during the grand final, that five, you know, the five match grand yeah, yeah, final, yeah, yeah. You know, it get, it's starting to get like a, a a bit dodgy, you know, like Oaks are like, oh, what's the And scores? also when the, when the first uh, game, when the first game, because the time zones yeah. kick off at like nine, 10 o'clock at night and you go, there are going to be five of these. <laughs> like game five kicking off at like four in the morning. Yeah, and it's but, fine uh, if you've woken up for game five, but if you've gone the whole way through since 10. I, yeah, I've, so so many times I remember like... Um, watching game fuck, one. Dude, and, it was actually, which one was it again? It was um, it was TI3, I think. TI2, TI3. Navi versus the Alliance. Chinese. No, uh, no, TI2. Was it was a TI2, the Chinese... Uh, Team. Who That's was an IG one. Invictus. IG, yeah. Oh, that was a cuck one. Because we were like all, you know, everyone is full in for, for Navi. And then everyone fell asleep. And then I woke up. And uh, Matthew was already awake. I was like, who won? He's like, IG. Cool. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I don't think I even watched those games. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, he's like, IG. It was a stump. <laughs> it's like, cool. Lamb. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, I think it was the, uh, I think VC Gaming one. Also, it was like a 3-1 stomp in the final. No, that was the and most bullshit fucking time. Yeah, the meta was like like 20-minute, 30-minute games. And it was also one of those, like, because you're so tired by the end, you're like, 
Okay, so you threw, threw on this go. Like, you're just, like, tired, want to go home. What was the metro again? It was, like... Death um, ball. Like, get to level six. Get your whole team to level six. Run through the Viper, mid, Razor, like, all five <laughs> mid. Yeah, <that's> <laughs> like, let's right. go 12-minute game. No, pretty much. <laughs> um, I, th- I think the other thing was that as we get older, besides the endurance that we don't have that we had when we were in our teenage mm. years, it's, it's also... And besides the responsibilities and all that sort of stuff... It's the introduction of alcohol because you like you get together as a group of mates. When you were kids, you're like, yeah, there might have been like a, a nip or two floating around, or whatever. But Oaks were pretty much all on sugar and Red Bull yeah. and that sort of stuff. That was like <laughs> your fuel. Nowadays, Oaks are, you know, it's it's in the afternoon. You're playing some dotes and you're a couple of beers down. You're not going to make it to six, seven in the morning if you if you're already clapping, you know, booze in the afternoon. So yeah. It's been a key fact as well. For me, a lot of my lands were um, articulated by by marijuana. Uh, yeah, back in the days. I think I, I have one particular land story, which is kind of like the biggest, dirtiest binge that I've done like in my life, <laughs> yeah. which literally worked out to about uh, two weeks of like the school holidays that I was at yeah. um, at my friend uh, Zander's place. And your we parents just, had put out like missing reports on milk bottles. Yeah, or... I was just I was just at his house, man, and we just there were just bongs going. Yeah. Like it was just there on the table, everything was there. We just we just go and then just play Dota for yeah. like two weeks solid. And like when we're too tired to keep playing, pass out, wake up the first thing we do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and back, and just keep on going, game, dude. Yeah. And like days started like Melting, melting into yeah. one another we lost track of time lost track of the heroes we were picking you know what items we were buying creating your own little you two-man know, meta you know do i have ages or don't <laughs> i like i don't fucking <laughs> you know, i don't know so yeah it was it was crazy um and and now that i think of it like pretty lame but, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i walked out of there just feeling like i lost like 12 percent of my my brain cells like in, just, in that room yeah yeah like they they're somewhere there on the roof, <coughs> somewhere on the there walls, still yeah. yeah they're they're part of the furniture now. so so I guess part of the question then is as you get older and you are allowed access to you know playing whenever you want is part of the appeal of those binge sessions the fact that they were not allowed and they were so rare whereas now it's like if I wanted to I could take <laughs> leave I could skip work and I could play the entire day. But I know the consequences of that. And almost because I can do it, it's not as fun or enjoyable. Maybe. Because yeah. like I know, for example, like um, when you when you get the chance, like you take a day off and you decide to play like some Dota or whatever. Daytime Dota sucks. Yeah, it's like, horrible. It's all the worst people on the internet play daytime Dota. It's like it's either the pro players or the students or the kids on on, on Study Leave or whatever and the unemployed. all all the worst people no i'm joking it's just that i don't know like when you when we play at night like that's when all your friends are there and it's like it's Mm. earned you've like you've worked hard you've done you've done your 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 hard day's labor you've worked hard it's time to play hard i I remember an analogy someone used about uh, procrastination he said like when you do something fun and you haven't like quote unquote earned it Mm. it feels like you've gotten into like an abandoned amusement park or like a theme park, but like none of the rides are working. And so you're going like, yeah, cool, I'm at Disneyland and there's no one else here. It's brilliant, I can ride all the rides. But you're like, 
riding all the rides by yourself, it's lame. You know what yeah. I mean? Half the fun is the excitement of like, there's people screaming and like, you don't enjoy standing in lines, but imagine, you know, there were no people there. It'd be like no atmosphere, no vibe. And that's kind of what like playing a lot of games, at least multiplayer games, single players, like yeah. couldn't give a fuck. Like, you know, when I think when God of War uh, released, I was like, Couple of days of work here, people. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Kratos and I are, are spending some some uh, romantic time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I'm definitely at a place in my life where, you know, if I I catch myself, you know, sometimes in a in a long binge se- session, um, and I like, I just get hit by like guilt pangs. Mm. I feel guilty in my bones. Yeah, I'm like, why am I doing this, Tim? You could be doing anything with your life, but you're yeah. doing this. Yeah, you've been you, sitting in the same spot for like the last six hours. What's wrong with you? Especially as like as yourself or myself as like a freelancer, self-employed type situation, because yeah. you're going. It's not like put it this way. I used to play way more games when I had a salary. Yeah, totally. because it was a case of going. I've done my work or what's expected of me. I can play games and. You all can get fucked because, you know, I did the work I needed to do today. Now I'm in a situation where I'm going, oh, I could always do more work. I could always go yeah, find exactly. more clients. I could always do more proposals. Mm. Whereas, like, you're playing games, you're like, ah, oh, have I earned it? So it's almost like you've got to have, like, a, to, a to-do list at the start of the day going, if I get through all these 10 things, I can play games. Almost, yeah. like, guilt-free. Meanwhile, no one's checking up on you. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going, oh, well, you didn't do all 10 things. You only did nine and you procrastinated one. You can't play games. You're like, yeah, you know, like, I... I sometimes catch myself where I've played, you know, I've, I've had like a like a big weekend of Path of Exile yeah. and decided to create a whole new character. Yeah. And I mean, that in itself is a trap because it's like, you know, when do you stop? It's like, well, I, I, I got to finish this act at least. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm already halfway through the next act. I may as well finish this act. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm almost at level 63. Let me just, you know, yeah, level 60. Let me yeah. just get to it. You know, so there's always another bar to hit which means that the, that playtime can get stretched out yeah and then next time i, I looked the clock i was like well i've been here like for the past two days at this project yeah. you know working on this character and it's like i could have literally learned a new skill in this yeah, time I, mean, I think we chatted once about how you had like seven thousand hours or something in in dota at one stage and, and that's now you've that's you've stopped counting since but like at that stage yeah. when you use the story of seven thousand you go like I mean, Malcolm Gladwell's famous for going 10,000 hours at anything. You are like almost a professional level. And you go, could I have been a 7,000 hour better cook, guitarist, yeah. writer, like an actual thing that adds value to my life? Or like, I suppose the, the counter argument is going, at what point, uh, I remember someone sharing the fact that going, People are using the esports salary thing, you know, the fact that that kid, um, Kyle, won $3 million in Fortnite as almost a way to legitimize Fortnite and games in the same way as we as 90s kids used to tell our parents, now look, the box on the console says it'll increase hand-eye coordination and problem solving and like, (laughs) and you go... Can you catch the shoe from across the room? (laughs) Yeah, you can catch a slap. Um, And you're going, cool, those are all important in selling gaming and legitimizing it, but at what point you just go... It's just play. Yeah, it's just, it's just fun. Playing. It, it like, is just fun. The, the, this article talks about how, you know, we keep forcing kids to go, no, you should be playing games. They should be like playing outside and climbing trees. Why? And they'll sell it. It's like, no, because socializing and they hand-eye coordination, they learn to climb trees and there's, you know, bravery and danger and all that stuff. And they're learning. You go, yeah, but you're not ever treating it the way you treat gaming now. Like, yeah, you can have a career in gaming. No one thinks like, oh, you, you can have a career, career in climbing trees. trees. <laughs> You'll be a professional rock climber because of all those years you spent climbing trees. 
No one thinks that way. Yeah. But it's weird how with gaming you got to go, no, no, no. It's fine if you're playing games as long as you're like working on Dota and becoming a better player. Why can't you just like play Minecraft or like yeah, I know, play right. Path of Exile? Not to get first on server or whatever. Just play Path of Exile because you like the game and you're, yeah. you're having fun and you need to clutch out and have fun sometimes. It's weird that like we feel we need to legitimize those hours spent. I mean, yeah, you're feeling true. guilty because there's 7,000 hours in Dota. But like, I'm not even saying you need to go. How many great memories do you have, friends you've made, like other like skills that you can't even account for, like problem solving and team dynamics and all that, that mm. like you've just developed. Um, How many time have you spent on the toilet, man? Yeah, just, exactly. Just sitting there on the shitter. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> That's not productive time. Like, <laughs> no, exactly. Look, I mean, for me, it's a case of because I... Because I'm like a freelance video mm. producer, um, there's always new techniques that I can yeah. learn. You know, um, and editing's the worst. New you can always look at a project and, and go like, "Oh, five more minutes editing." Know, like, and 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 my big Achilles heel when it comes to to editing and video editing is like graphics and motion graphics. Mm. I'm pretty. I think I'm like a pretty solid editor right now. Right now, but um, I need to find the allocate some time somewhere in this year at. to just dive into after effects and become like a pro at that so i can make all those cool splashy graphics mm. that you know fly into your face and yeah. like morph into this and that you know that kind of shit yeah that like someone can get paid a lot more than i do for because they you can know, because, and you can't yeah. so upskill there and and for me all of that learning space happens through online courses on my laptop yeah. in the same chair that i sit when i'm playing play video games. games yeah so for me I weighed it up that way. I'm like, I could be getting better at my career mm. um, and gaining new skills, but I'd much rather, you know, try and create like another uh, character, like a melee face breaker build with like, <laughs> you know, and just fucking do it, dude. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> because I never played face breaker build before. Cool. It's uh, yeah, it's it is tough because I mean I, I think it speaks to our uh, we chatted about like gaming addiction and yeah. you know how much is too much. Um, I think the the difference with binges is the and we asked about like how do you guys know when it's enough? I I think you know guys never said really answered the question in terms of how do you know when that uh, particular session is done. A lot of the times it's like we played the whole weekend, so mm. the 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 finality of it is like the weekend was over. Yeah, yeah, the weekend was over. Our moms came to fetch us. Monday I had work. Monday I had school. Uh, my girlfriend threatened to break up with me. Like they had all these like <laughs> finite kind of points of resolution. I think it's almost again not that bloody game. That bloody gun game. Luca, Luca, say about his mom. It's like he used to come in. Not this bloody gun game. Um, and so I guess it's the the realization of going either that session is over or that phase is over mm. or like how much is enough. Um, you know, these are these are binge sessions. So guys are talking about like we knew it was over when guys were passing out. We knew it was over when like I couldn't see my screen anymore. We knew it was over because like, <laughs> dude, the, where's my screen? Yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> we knew it was over because like our pol- the police raided us. You know, it's like yeah. that sort of things. You know, um, someone died. Fuck. You know, it's that sort of shit. But it's like um, I suppose it's about knowing almost when is that phase of like binge gaming yeah. over, kind of in your life. Like I go. When I was a teenager, it used to be kind of one weekend every month, pretty much, was like a binge land session. Yeah. Uh, when I was in my vast years, it was more frequent, not as not as long, mm. because it'd be like, yeah, you know, I could binge an entire day, but you had studies in that, but like you were totally in control, so you could do mm. it. Now I'm an adult, it's like, I'll probably do a land type binge thing, like TI, whatever, once or twice a year. Yeah. That's it, like 
get some mates together. And a lot of it is this nostalgia factor. I remember mm. chatting to guys about um, like the Rage Land, for example. Yeah. And like the the big spread in, um, not even a big spread, but like the, the age demographics are getting much, much older in terms sure. of people who go to Rage. And part of it's because, yeah, look, a lot of kids who would have been that, the, the Rage Land age people, they've grown up with super fast internet. So it's not a yeah. big thing to go to a land. Whereas like for guys who started at the first Rage, what, 15, 16 years ago, they're kind of like going... This is where something they do with their mates. They've been doing it for years. Yeah, I mean, they talk about it's like, how, it's like, like camping. Yeah, right? they travel. Everybody hates it, but yeah. then like afterwards, it's super nostalgic and wants to go to the next camp. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying people hate rage, but it's it's this thing of like they go every year. It's almost mm-hmm. like a don't break the chain, you know, sort of like bad luck omen if you don't go one particular. So guys will trek from across the country to go play at rage, and heck, half the time they won't even be playing the latest games. They'll be playing whatever their like nostalgia kickback was. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's weird because we sort of are living in an age where um, binge consumption has become a norm, you know, the way that oh, like a lot of these, and- yeah, the, a lot of these streaming services are, are optimized, the platforms, yeah. you know, um, skip intro, next one starts playing immediately. Yeah. Like Heck, half the time there's like curated categories of like, Shows to binge watch. Yes, like literally shows like, to binge. Yeah. You know, the, the, that word's being thrown around um, more commonly. And I think it's actually almost widely accepted. Posi- almost with a positive with connotation. A positive, you know, Spin, um, these days you can chat somebody like, what you do this weekend? Oh, I binged like, you know, the whole of Punisher season one, which I did <laughs> like on Saturday because yeah. I had the day off. And uh, I just wanted to fucking veg out. Yeah. Uh, and I'll wear that shit proudly, dude. Um and it's, I don't feel guilty about it. Yeah. Because for me, it's like, yes, it's a guilty pleasure. Yes, I spend 13 hours watching a show. Yeah. Um, and, you know, point to someone who hasn't, <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I think it's also the, you know, you talk about having the power to do it whenever you want. Sometimes you restrain yourself because of like the hangover. Mm. In the same way, it's like when I was a kid well, of legal drinking age, when you used to drink, you used to go all out because the consequences were what really? Because you were in the safe, controlled <laughs> environment of res. You drank a lot. You passed out. You were kind of looked after. Maybe you had a couple of dick pics drawn on your face. But like you're generally in a protected environment. And then you, you know, had the physical resilience to like mm. do it pretty much the next night. Yeah. And the thing that stopped you was Monday you had lectures. Whereas yeah. nowadays, and you, know, you wore your hungover almost like a badge of honor. Nowadays, mm. even the thought of like, oh, I'm not sleeping in my own bed. Yeah, like, no, no, there's a particular like, point where you get you get into your like, especially I think past thirty. Like, I don't once you're thirty five, I don't want to be in anyone else's <laughs> Once you're Tetris years old, <laughs> I literally can't sleep in, in any other bed other than my own. Oh, um, it's worse. I mean, you're telling stories like you're outside and you go home like the dog can't sleep if I'm not there. Yeah, no, the, <laughs> honestly, the dog can't sleep if I'm not there. Um, I sure I gotta. You know, I gotta leave. I gotta leave my maid out, and yeah. then, like, you know, just like random shit like that. I left my three-year-old at home alone. <laughs> <laughs> I left my wife at the shops. Yeah. Like I'm a bad you. parent, but I don't be a really bad parent. Like, <laughs> I was just remembering about that, um, that uh, f- uh, that two-week um, binge yeah, that session I had. with the brain, brain yeah, cells like things are coming back paper. to me now as well. Like I remember, like one night, um, I think Zander had already passed out, and I was still going. And it was just the two of us, mm. and we were just playing like Dota two for like the whole two weeks. I'm scared and at the smell of that room. <laughs> I know it was weird, dude. It was like a dungeon. He was like, he was downstairs. He had this downstairs dungeon in his parents' house, 
and um, he started. He was talking in his sleep. He started like, oh, "I'm gonna buy Midas, Socrates." <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Midas, Midas buyers! <laughs> I can sleep Midas buyers, bro. <laughs> Jungle Legion, unconscious, Midas. and he goes straight for Midas. <laughs> fucking cunt. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, thanks, thanks again for, for the, those insights, um, into the, uh, the world of binge gaming. Uh, we had some really, really good responses. Thanks, guys. Uh, and I think what we're going to do is actually try and do this more often where we, we chat about the topic, uh, beforehand. And so kind of get your insights yeah, and then obviously yeah. you can let us know. Um, you, you actually have a good idea for next week. I think you were telling me beforehand about something about dead franchises. Yeah, or? so I want to throw this out to you guys um, on on Twitter, on uh, Facebook, wherever the hell you are. Dead franchises that we remember that we'd like to see reboots for. Okay. So uh, for me, I'd like to see Dino Crisis come back, come okay. back strong. Um, I, there's a there's a little game called Little Big Adventure. They only made two of those. Okay. Uh, little Big Adventure one and two. And there was a third one in the in the makes in the making at at some point, and it just never never quite went through because I think the company was bought and then dissolved and then closed. And you know these these franchises yeah. and these uh these licenses and, and copyrights they disappear. They, they disappear into the system, right? Yeah. Uh, or like and a, a lead shame. developer is part of an indie studio, then it's bought into like a yeah. director position at another one, and now he's working on AAA titles and, 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 and sitting yeah. in a shelf somewhere, and he'll probably never see the light of day again. But yeah, so those are for me. I want to know what you guys would see, um, would see done, and why. I think off the top of my head, my like small indie franchise that I'd probably like to have see them finish because they left on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Is uh, I don't know if you heard of Half Life. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to yeah, see that Half Life I... thing um, finished because like mm, it's mm, been a while mm. since the last one. I, I don't know if yeah, the developers have moved yeah. on to other things or. Yeah, no, uh, sure. Um, it's another game that I would like to see a, a, a remake slash remaster of um, a little game called Anthem. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think might uh, do well. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. If they, if yeah, they finish it. They just, re, just remade from the, the, whole ground, the whole thing from the ground Everything, up. You know, the name. All, the, like $15 million worth. Uh, yeah. Let's yeah. see. Maybe it'll be on uh, <laughs> re, best remasters for 2020. <laughs> but yeah, if you've got some ideas on games that you would like to... See, not so much remastered, but like revitalized. Revitalized, so yeah. Maybe yeah. there was a part one, part two, and then they just they didn't make the part just yeah, before part four. And um, yeah, let's just let's have your your thoughts on that. As always, uh, you can message us on Twitter. I'm at the Gareth Woods. Tim is at Tim and a Fish. And uh, this has been, I believe, episode thirteen. Yeah, of uh, the Gaming Guru Podcast. Cheers. Peace. The Gaming Guru Podcast. Easy the best gaming podcast in the world. Guru Baby.